Do you hear them talking in the kitchen? Right now they're talking about the episode we just filmed out at the Sausage Castle at Mike Busey's house. Hey guys, new podcast episode. Tour dates are coming up. Uh, Cinco de Mayo next week at uh, Philadelphia Helium Comedy Club. It is a call and sick to work show. Yo, guys, I'm trying to do an intro read here. Uh, Cinco de Mayo show. It is a call and sick to work show. I will go to Preston and Steve. I will then show up. I will do a noon show. So get your tickets. I got new shirts to unveil at the place. And then go to birdbirdbird.com for all my tour dates. Uh, today's episode is pretty baller, like, to be dead honest with you. We just got back. We are all buzzed. Um, it was out of Mike Busey's house. Mike Busey, if you don't know, he's been on Vice a lot. Uh, least of important about him is he, yes, he is related to the Buseys. We don't even talk about that because I think we talked about it earlier in our lives. We had met about 10 years ago. At the Orlando Improv, he was doing a radio show, and uh, and we had a good and we had a good time hanging out. And I like the guy, and I've always followed him. And he lives a different life than I do. Trust me, I'm a father too. I am 43. I got high blood pressure, high cholesterol. That is not Mike Busey. He shoots guns. He blows things up. He parties with strippers. He is always half naked, as am I. That's the, oddly the connection we have. But man, he's a cool dude. He is a really cool dude. And today's episode is um, is, is is pretty awesome. I, I think uh, I think you're going to think so too. And if you don't know who Mike Busey is, chill out and check it out. The most important thing about Mike Busey is he loves his mother. Hey guys, you're fucking killing me here on audio levels. All right, he loves his mother. Is this enough of a folding Sherry's berries? Because Mother Day is coming up. What are you going to bet your mom for Mother's Day? Did you forget like I did? Did you know it was next week? <laughs> I forgot to. So do me a favor. Give your mom a unique gift. There's no one quite like your mom. Everything. I'm really bad at reading these copies. Leanne would be so much better than I would. But I'm fucking horrible. Right now, get Sherry's Berries Freshly Dipped Strawberries starting at nineteen ninety nine. Plus shipping or double the berries for just $10 more. This is an exclusive offer for my listeners only. <laughs> I'm sure you, it's my intro to the show and I'm doing a fucking read, you assholes. Go to berries. Man, so you get your mom anything for Sherry's bear for Mother's Day? Your mom's dead. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I didn't know your mom was. I knew your mom was dead, and I forgot. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, go to Sherry'sBerries.com. Go to Berries.com. Go to Berries.com, man. You don't have to listen to the rest of this. You're exempt. Go to Berries.com. Click on the microphone in the top right corner and type in my code BC. Unless you're John Mans. Just, wait, what do you do for Mother's Day? <laughs> uh, the berries are dipped in milk chocolate. <laughs> They're enriched chocolate chips and signature swirls. Fresh, juicy, delicious. They get delivered on the guarantee date. If you don't like them, you get your money back. Man, just order them anyway, and they go, my, yeah. 
Here's the only way to get these amazing deals. Freshly bipped strawberries starting at $19.90 or double the berries for just $10 more. This is an exclusive offer to only my listeners use BC code. Visit berries.com. Spell out the code word. Oh, I'm supposed to read that silently. Spell out the code word berries. Go to berries.com. B-E-R-R-I-E-S.com. Oh, click on the microphone. The top right hand corner, use my code BC. Uh, I think I did the momisms, guys. The unique story about moms. I think we got that covered. All right. And that's it. Sherry'sBerries.com. It's Mother's Day. Sorry for your loss, Mansy. Mans is my cameraman. Uh, he went out with me tonight where I was. It's me, Tyler. I shouldn't say everyone's names to me. Everyone might get in trouble, but this. We're already here. We're burn. We're burning with the fire. Oh, fuck. Well, that's fine. Um, so today's episode is. Uh, I already talked about it. I think, but you, I think you're going to really enjoy it. There will be a few other people on the show. If you're interested in who they are, just Google. I think I suggested doing before we even start the episode. Google Mike Busey. Just see what he does. It's a different guy, man. And I like the way he gets down. Uh, and I respect guys who get down differently than everyone else. I do. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you do. When you party with Kid Rock, you're one of my kin. <laughs> when you party with Johnny Knoxville, I love you. When you party with... And one of my favorite stories, we'll talk about this later in the podcast, he partied with uh, with Ryan Dunn. And I loved Ryan Dunn. So uh, enjoy the episode. Check out BurtBurtBurt.com. Whatever. Today's episode, Mike Busey. Cognizant. You get to a point at a certain age where you're cognizant of what you're putting out. Yeah, so it's like, it's like just like even like Googling porn, like just having porn on your phone, you realize your kids may pick up your phone, type in your password, open Safari, and then see RedTube. Yeah. And you're like, motherfucker. You know? No, I could, I could totally. That's, that's what comes with the territory with, with my family and children. And How old are you? I'm th- 35. You're 35? Yeah. God, that's a fucking great age. Dude, I'm, I feel like I'm depressed about it, but I, I, I still have like sex with like hot 18-year-old girls, so like I feel like I steal their soul. That's how I stay young. <laughs> and what was weird, when I was like 21, I was like a diva. I would like, I would never like hook up with someone who was younger like that. Really? Yeah, I thought it was like beneath me. And here I am, 35, and not having one single care about it. Like I don't even care. But do you feel like, do you feel, do, is there any draw to grow up? Is there any draw to have kids? Yeah, well, I spent, like, 30-plus years not trying to get anyone pregnant. And now, like, <laughs> if they have a job, a cell phone, and a car, and don't do hardcore drugs, like... And don't do hardcore drugs? Like, they're a candidate automatically to be my next baby's mama. <laughs> don't do hardcore like, drugs. Like, I've literally been, in, I've been inseminating, like, women the last couple of years not even, like, caring. Like, really? not even knowing their name. Like, oh, whatever. Because I don't want to be, like, 50 years old and be, be in, like, going to kindergarten... Because I want to have a family and kids, I yeah. feel like that's like a legacy I want to leave behind. But I don't. I just I don't, maybe I don't think know if my genitals work or not. Just all the damage they've been what's through. The, what's the turn that's going to happen though, for you? What I mean, what's going to? Uh, is it going to be like having a kid to, to like to end all of this? Or no, because they won't. Because I've already. I like literally had a conversation with my super hood gangster friend. 
uh, a very large black gentleman. Yeah. And he like, I was like, hey, how much? So how much does it cost actually to have your kid? And he like broke it down in a monthly like amount. And I was like, all right, so whatever. So okay, I gotta come up with an extra four or five hundred bucks a month. <laughs> it's not four fucking so, five hundred bucks. So, I was like, I can handle that. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe every now and then there's it's like gonna some, bump up. You're gonna have more expensive. Yeah, it's gonna months. fluctuate. But uh, some months it's only gonna be at like a two fifty three hundred. Oh, uh, those field trips are gonna cost me. And if he gets like any kind of like uh, health issues, then I'm obviously screwed. So I gotta start this off and say to anyone, and I probably said this in the intro, but I gotta say it again just in case I don't cover it enough. If you don't know who Mike Busey is. Uh, then you then you haven't been online in the past six months. In the past two years, probably. But like six months, things have really started blowing up for you, I feel like. Yeah. Been, I feel like you've been popping up literally everywhere. Yeah, I think it kind of started about almost three years ago. We uh, we hosted the Gathering of the Juggalos. And yeah. we uh, had this crazy viral video with my big guy, Big LA. This 500-pound black guy who was getting twerked on. And that video like just went just stratospheric like viral and then that kind of like made all these other people research like okay where did that fat guy come from and then all led like to this cookie trail back to my retardedness and Is that the before house or after you got arrested at santa claus oh the the rest of the thing happened years back then too yeah like i it's kind of like we're the most unknown unknown because like the streets and people like there's certain like little pockets all throughout the world that like I'm probably a really big deal in some little town in France just because I've had so many people from France come here. Yeah. And, um, but to some people, because I've just been doing it since 2001. You so, know, but so recently, then, yeah, you're right. It's definitely been like, we've been very, like, fortunate to have, like, a lot of viral stuff. And our, our con, it's like almost like corporate America and Hollywood. It's like, wait a minute. Well, let's put this guy on TV and see what him and his dumb friends do. And, well, you, lately it feels like it's been exploding. I want to go back. I'm. We met in. I want to. I want to say like. I got. It's got to be close to like ten years ago. Yeah, I think it was because uh, you were doing a show. You were headlining at the Improv here. Probably in you want to know who was featuring for me? Who? Nikki Glazer, who's got this show on Comedy Central called Not Safe. I don't think I've seen it. it. It's it's a big show on Comedy Central right now. That's who was featuring for me. It was Nikki Glazer? How fucking surreal of a world. She's got like the hit show on. Comedy so you Central brought her right into this game. So you basically no, shows no. you shows your residual checks. Yeah, well, just put me on her show once. No, <laughs> I brought you in this game. No, no, she's a talented comic, but but me and you hung out and uh, and uh, sat at the corner of the bar and kind of just bullshitted about this business and about like I don't. It was interesting because you definitely, I think you were still. Like, now you seem so much more seasoned. At the time, you just had, like, big ideas about, like, like what I think you you're saw, definitely right. You're definitely... What we, you saw media as, what you saw the internet as. Like, well, everything's shit. changed, like, far as technology and the internet. Like, we always had a strong internet presence, but now that, like, the direction of everything has gone strictly towards, basically, the internet. Yeah. You know, so it's like, we already had the foundation laid down, so when it kind of, like, everyone kind of caught up to what's hot on the internet and social media and stuff... And I eventually started figuring out I got to tone it down a little bit to stop getting deleted because all my social medias, like my Instagram has been deleted six times. My Facebook, I've had 13 different YouTube accounts. I just did not care. I used to put whatever out. Yeah. And then I had to kind of like, all right, if I'm eventually going to reach the world, I need to like tone it down a little bit. Yeah. 
But then Snapchat came around, and then it's just full whatever. Who cares? So where did it start? Where did you grow up? I was born in New Orleans, lived in Dallas, Texas, San Diego, lived in a foster home in South Carolina, lived in... Foster home? Yeah. So you, did you separate it from your mom? Yeah, me, my sister went to a foster home. I was like 12 or 13-ish. Really? Yeah. But that's like where things really got weird because like that's where like you're playing shoot the dare and the foster home's not around. Next thing you know, like genitals are flying around and you're doing weird stuff and you're going through puberty. And I was getting like corrupted very fast. Really? And like I was with like I was uh, in this home with this kid. His name was uh, Chad Labuti. And if I ever find him, I'd love to like see if he's still alive. But he, I remember the day he came into the home, he was like he didn't talk for like a week. And his mom had, like, killed his dad, like, right in front of him. And he was, like, completely, like, just mind-fucked for a while. And uh, I was like, whoa, this is pretty deep. But uh, I don't know why I'm telling this story, but, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, foster homes aren't that cool. Well, so crazy because it's, it's, I mean, not to say it like this, but this is kind of like a foster home. It really is. Like, that's kind of, because, like, my whole family situation has always been, like, up and down. So I've kind of always uh, took friendship and put a higher value on it. You know, and uh, and that's like here at the Sausage Castle. You know, we got Rowdy Rob. He's he's a veteran. He's been here for five years. Casey, uh, she's the in-house resident lesbian who came from a small town of ignorance and unacceptedness. Where'd you come from? Uh, small town in uh, the west side of Florida. Uh, west side of Florida. Yeah, <laughs> like smaller than. Chicago. Okay, okay. I grew up in Florida, so I'm fairly fairly familiar with. I know I know Florida fairly well. Oh, Crystal River. By the way, Crystal River. Crystal River is beautiful. I, I got to be honest with you. It is one of those gems in in Florida where you go like, you went. we went swimming in Crystal River. You can go like five miles and find a spring anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Here, I have extra mics if you want to talk. Um, so wait, so so uh, I got I to gotta make sure that I, are you good? So let me, what, uh, talking to that mic. Hello. Louder. Hello. Uh, that's one. Talk louder. Hello. Louder. Hello. <laughs> All right. Perfect. So, yeah, the whole house is kind of like uh, the sausage castle is it's, it's which is my house. So wait, let's 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 back let's, up. let's 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 back up. There's a lot I of backing up to so, do. So what we need to I want to get to where how to the sausage castle. Sausage castle is where we're at right now. Sausage castle is a house that's in flux. It's in it's in correct. It's in it's in uh, jeopardy. It is right now. We're currently like fighting the county yeah. to keep it uh, here at its current location. And it's, if you want to see what the Sausage Castle looks like, it, I just filmed it on my vlog. We did a total tour. It'll be up. But I want to get. I want to. I'm. I've always been fascinated by you on how you got here, how you got here, how you make your nut at the end of the day, like all the things that I think any kid from Holland would see and go, "What the fuck is? How is Mike Busey doing this?" That's the fascinating part to me about you. Well, I got kicked out of a private Christian college. Uh, I used to be, like, skinny and athletic. I played basketball yeah. for a college called Florida Christian College. Yeah. And uh, I just happened to know – I just happened to be walking on campus, and the president of the college was like, hey, you got earrings in your ear. That's not Christ-like. I'm going to put you on academic or behavior suspension and blah, blah, blah. And he didn't know that I knew his daughter. And his daughter, you know how preachers' kids are. And, yeah. Well, yeah. This guy is, like, the president of this Christian college. Well, she had informed me that uh, her father had been cheating on her wife, 
and banging prostitutes and stealing it from the missionary fund. So me being young, 18, 19-year-old punk, K was like, oh, yeah? Well, I don't think it's Christ-like to be banging these prostitutes and cheating on your wife and stealing it from the missionary fund. So he turned into a ghost, and like literally I was like like evicted from my dorm like 12 hours later. Really? And then that's like how me and the church kind of took like a vacation. And then I always wanted to live in a, in a house where, like, kind of, like, summer camp never ended with me and my bros. Yeah. So me and seven dudes moved into a house in 2001, and the girls would come over, and they'd be like, oh, it's like a big house of sausages. There's so many dudes here. And then it kind of, like, it's the most homoerotic name ever, but it, once you hear it, you never forget it. It's called the Sausage Castle, and that was s- six houses ago. Now we're on location seven. So Six houses ago was the founding fathers of the Sausage Castle. Correct. What are they doing now? They all have normal jobs, or they're miserable at life. They got married, had kids. Did they ever show up at 2 in the morning? We just went to a wedding, and we actually had, like, all six of us there in, in a house, uh, or in, at a wedding together. Really? And it was the first time we had been together all in a room. Because a lot of them always like, man, you gotta, you gotta grow up, man. You can't be doing this dumb. No one's gonna pay you money to come party at your house, and, like, what do you, like, just grow up, Mike. And I always kind of, like, fought that. I'm like, no, I don't want to grow up, and kind of wanted to be like Peter Pan in a way, yeah. you know, but, you know, obviously certain things you got to, like, take care of. So all the fun and crazy stuff, we were throwing these epic parties everyone heard about, and then the, the next, you know, like, celebrities were coming, and then, then, uh, then, like, local clubs were like, hey, we want you to do a show, we want you to, like, come and promote, you know, bring basically the Sausage Castle to venues across the country, and then that just escalated into, like, one thing after another, you know, and... Yeah. uh yeah, and that was that was like fifteen years ago ish. That's crazy. So when did when did when was the first party that you threw that you went? Oh shit, this is getting out of control. Like that was actually the first time I actually welcomed the cops. I actually was like, please, can you help me? We uh, we used to live in like fancy neighborhoods. Like I came, the current one now, South Castle Seven, is in the middle of nowhere. Hey, we're trying to do a radio show over here. Could you turn your phones on, silent, please? <laughs> hey, Bert, can I? Can I- you can operate it, of course. I don't, you know, man. You're a little hammered, man. So my, uh, so my, uh, my cameraman, John Mans, has just taken over my uh, Canon G7X. And he's been drinking a lot better. He's been drinking a lot, and he's talked to Jizz uh, uh, Jenny, Jenny Jizz, Jenny Jizz, and he is uh, he is floored with Jenny Jizz. Yeah. It is going to be yeah. a a ten minute video on Jenny Jizz. Yeah, who we will get to. There's a lot to get to in this podcast. Okay. By the way, we're 15 minutes in and we haven't even started. Yeah, we haven't even got on. We haven't even touched. It's hard to. It's really hard to like wrap up like what is Mike Busey in the Sausage Castle. Yeah, basically like yes, yeah, so we, we were throwing these epic parties and cops were coming and and neighborhoods were like, yo, you can't have tour buses and and full fledged. Like death metal shows in their backyard, so we were getting evicted from homeowner associations. Like you gotta, you gotta skip, you gotta get out of here. And we were young, we didn't have, didn't have lawyers or anything like that. We didn't know how to like fight. We didn't know none of our rights. So we literally got, you know, one sausage castle would open, we one closed, we'd open up another one, and we would just, you know, decorate it, make it all a little more extravagant, kind of like a an ultimate man cave strip club. Yeah, you know, houses of a thousand corpses, kind of. Uh, Haunted House Strip Club. The shitty rock and roll version of the Playboy Mansion. It's kind of the the key phrase. It looks like the house has been tattooed. 
It has, and collected a whole lot of STDs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like it's got it's got genital warts in the kitchen, <laughs> but that's just the bras hanging from the roof. I mean, we haven't washed those in case you're wondering. We just staple them straight up. But the pool looks immaculate. Our pool guy does a pretty good job. You have a pool guy. Like yeah. this place doesn't look like a place. But he's not like the normal pool, pool guy. He like shows up here like four or five in the morning and like hangs out and parties with us. Really? Yeah, he he's he's definitely had his fair share of fun over here. So wait, so so uh when was the first time you got propositioned to party with celebrities? Or when was the first time a celebrity showed up at your house? Because I know that like like Johnny Knoxville, Ryan Dunn, Bam, Don Vito. Uh, fucking uh, Kid Rock and uh, Miley Cyrus's brother Trace Trace from Metro Station. Yeah. yeah, I mean I know that like the list is pretty staggering. And then there's the list of people that don't want to actually be known that's been here. Yeah, like they would. But, say, why, but why not? Look, own your dirt. That's what I say. Yeah, like, like R. Kelly was like getting blowjobs in my living room back in 2001, and I have like VHS tapes of it, and then. Like literally, I was like. By the way, those aren't the worst VH tips of the mouth there. <laughs> yeah, the ones that are worse. Yeah, so I mean, it's been happening for a while. it's been happening for a while. It's just kind of like a place where you can come and be yourself, and you know, no one's gonna judge you or care. Like Ginny yeah. Jizz has probably had I don't know how many penises in her mouth in the last thirty days, and we accept her and we love her, and and she's our friend. Yeah, J- Jenny Jizz, we'll get to. That is a staggering story. Like we just had the conversation in the. By the way, that we call that like uh, uh, keeping the lead. Everyone's listening, and going, "Hold on, get to Jenny Jizz." Less about, Love about this fat guy with his fucked up haircut and big teeth. So, um, so, so, but when was the first time you threw a party? Where we were like, "What the fuck, man!" Like it was like 2004, and I was like, "Please help us. We've lost like control." We had like. When I said I've had an, when I've made enough money, I'm like, all right, enough's enough. You know, like there's a problem. Yeah. And then and then they just kept coming and coming and coming, and then we were shuttling them in a hearse. So they were parking at a country club, getting the back of a hearse. You know, like when you go to Disney World, you watch like an intro video, like, yeah. hey kids, keep your, you know, hands in the vehicle, blah blah blah, and they yeah. give you the whole spill. So we, we we like recorded this whole like rules and instructions and how to have fun at the Sausage Castle, and the guy in the hearse was dressed up. Like a, a little a Grim Reaper, and he would re- press rewind on the VHS tape, and then play it for all the people that were laying on a mattress in the back of a 1973 Cadillac hearse. Drove them to a canal, where a Grim Reaper would put them on this shitty John boat, and then take them to the back of my house via a dock, and they would arrive by the lake. So no one knew how to get there. Well, once we were like, "Yo, we're at capacity," all these people were like, "No, I just drove like an hour to come here." So they literally, like, imagine, like, those zombie, like, outbreaks, and they go through, like, a normal fancy neighborhood, and it's Halloween. So everyone's dressed up like assholes and porn stars. Yeah. And I got, like, the mayor, like, out there in his underwear, and his wife's, like, collecting the newspaper, like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. And they're all, like, trying to just listen for the music and follow their way to the house. And I literally, like, all my, everyone who actually lived at the Sauce Castle that night literally left the house. And it was probably, like, 1,500 people there. Uh, in a normal, just standard house, and it, we literally like just lost control of what was going on. Really, and we knew like we were kind of onto something because this is before social media what is what it is now. What year? This is like 2004 ish, you know. Like okay. this is you know, internet just started popping. You know, AOL chat big, room. Yeah, yeah. So like MySpace started coming into itself, and you know, you had to actually go to like a mall and hand a girl a flyer 
or like call them on the phone and invite them before you could text people. Really? So it was like word of mouth and just it, it was really, really like talked about here locally in Orlando. So you're charging covers for the party at the time? I was, yeah, yeah. How much? I was like 10, 15, 20, depending. Holy but then shit. we took it to like another level to where like, oh, you want VIP? You want some cold macaroni and hot dogs? Well, you can go on this side of the house and then to be like a masseuse set up in the kitchen. And like one year we had like a blind psychic in, 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 in the fucking laundry room. And she was like giving readings and really? like her husband was like getting his dick sucked in the other room. She didn't even know because she was blind. And she was a psychic. But she, she obviously didn't know it was happening. So we were always, like, trying to put, like, uh, eccentric, weird things to make people experience the party. Not, it wasn't, like, some typical, like, frat keg party. Yeah. Like, there was bartenders, like, security, like, you know, it was kind of like a nightclub in someone's house. Which is what the county is allegedly uh, accusing me of doing such as running a nightclub from my private residence. Really? Yeah. So that's, like, we're somewhere near the millions and uh, fees, and they're trying to uh, foreclose on the home, and they want to bulldoze it. And uh, they said it's built. It's kind of like one of those wacky, funny farm, like Chevy Chase '80s movies where the kids are losing the summer camp, yeah. and we, they have to have like some breakdance charity battle and stuff to ra- help raise money to uh, fight it in court and stuff. Yeah. That's kind of what we're going through right now. Like we have a GoFundMe page, and like my followers are so amazing. They've literally. Uh, raised like over fifteen grand, like in a month, just to like help, really uh, help help our cause. People I've never even met, like all around the world, and just people just super generous because like the whole thing is like the county doesn't agree with my way of living, and they're using every technicality because I don't do anything illegal. I don't even do drugs. Yeah, I don't, I've never even smoked weed a day in my life. Really, you know, I just drink uh, liquor. I don't even drink beer. I drink when the sun's down, when there's girls around. Never by myself. I have no problem with that. I have like no temptation with any drugs. I've been around it my whole life. You know? How many nights do you go to sleep sober in the Sausage Castle? I'm actually sober pretty often. I get really? drunk maybe like once or twice a week. Some, Holy, you know, realize you realize the majority of people that know you from the internet would be like every fucking night. Yeah, he's no, they, blowing rails. Yeah, they think so. They definitely think like it's nonstop strippers, midges, and obese people. But it's, I mean, there's definitely... By the way, that's how I described it to my crew as we rolled yeah. in. I, I, those are the only three promises I can make. Yeah, the, your female friend here, she was really concerned. Aaron. Aaron looks very concerned. But Steven Spielberg-looking dude over here is ready. He's already asked me for cocaine twice. Uh, and he's already touching Jenny Jizz very passionate all over Jenny Jizz. Yeah, so... That's crazy to know. I drink much more than you do, and I'm not getting kicked out of my house. Yeah, well, the thing is, it's like, uh, I fucked up by putting my name on the gate. I should have put, like, Garth Brooks or Celine Dion or something. Yeah. So, like, you got these old... I live in, like, where we're at now, it's, like, very rural area. Like, it's redneck town and stuff, you know? Yeah. So, you know, they're on the internet, like, Mike Busey, what the hell is this guy? And they're just seeing all this crazy debauchery stuff on YouTube and, you know, all this nonsense that goes on over here. And they they weren't feeling it. And now they're just, like, literally looking at every technicality. Uh, I just found out today, and I haven't even told my roommates this. Y'all remember Machete? The guy we called Machete? looked exactly like Danny Trejo? Well, I got... I can't tell you where I heard this from, but he was a federal agent here to spy on us. The first day he moved in, he was, like, asking us, where can I get automatic weapons, this and that. And then he, like, didn't even, like, stay his whole time. And I've had undercover cops here. Like, they've uh, they've literally, like, 
fly helicopters around my house all the time. Really? They, and they was like, it's just good. Because you guys haven't been shy about automatic weapons. No. Well, L.A. here uh, possesses a Class 3 weapon license, which gives us uh, full jurisdiction and legal blah, 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 blah to shoot things that are suppressed or fully automatic. Yeah. Or explosives. So. I've seen the explosives. I've seen Dutch people lose their minds here. Yeah, the foreigners, when the whole, like, I can't have a gun, never seen a gun, and they come here, and there's oh. just guns laying around everywhere, they get, oh. they get pretty excited. Yeah, that, what, that Justin Bieber kid lost his mind. Yeah, he was pretty, he was pretty <laughs> excited about that. You just had uh, Eddie Wong here, right? Eddie, I don't know how he spelled his last name. Wong? Hung or Wong or something. Wong? Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, he was doing a show for Vice. Uh, it was a cooking show. Yeah. Which we don't cook. Like, we actually cooked for y'all because y'all were special. Yeah, but we don't you. we don't like cook at all, so I don't really know why they sent him here. Uh, he he didn't have a very good time. He was uh, he was pretty scared. You have a good time here. He did at first, until like uh, well, it's it's kind of like a long story. I don't know if you want to go into it or not. Please, but uh, you know you do reality television stuff, yeah. and not not all of it's one hundred percent like what it, what everyone th- appears to be. Nope. It's all real for me. Yeah. I'm telling you right now. I, that's well, the I problem. believe you. I believe you. I, 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 have a weird, I have a weird problem with that, with when they script stuff. Like, I'm not a fucking actor. If you want me to act, it's going to cost a lot more money. Well, their producers of the, the whole thing was Vice wanted to give us a show. And they said, hey, we, we want to we start doing some film stuff with you. Because they had ran a bunch of articles that went real well. Our friend uh, Mitchell Sutherland, our, our little gay friend, yeah. he pretty much changed our life overnight by writing writing this article about us in the house yeah. and then they kind of just I think I, read that. I think I read that article yeah the whole world saw that and then uh, they're like oh there's something interesting going over here so they're like hey do us a favor do this cooking show and I was like I don't really want to do a cooking show and I'd seen the dude and I thought he was cool whatever but I, it just wasn't really like our speed you know like and um, the producers came up with like a whole outline of the day and I came up with an outline because you know they're bits like alright this is the first part and this is that so I feel like they kind of like set me up and they, like, kind of set him up, too, because according to him, he said he didn't know what was p- supposed to happen. But yeah. He got really offended, and he, like, completely misinterpreted, like, who we are. Like, he literally thought, like, I just went to, like, 1-800-FAT-PERSON and found Big LA on the street and found a bunch of ratchet strippers. He didn't, like, have a conversation none of us about, like, who we are really? or who they are to us. So he took, like, he basically, like, shitted all over me, took, like, BTS, like, behind-the-scenes stuff. It made it look like I'm some, like, racist, like, dick that was, like, trying to, like, uh, like, uh, trying, like, exploit people. Like, oh, I'm, I'm using them or something. Him not knowing that, like, there's, like, homeless people living here. Yeah. That, like, I take care of people. And, like, I, I, we, 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 uh, we encourage people to be different and be themselves. And we embrace individuality. And yeah. he, like, just, he got offended when I, we had our Asian uh, beauty beauty, Jamie, Say, um, uh, welcome to the sausage castle in Chinese and present him some, a plate of blunts. And he got like all awkward. And then they're like, well, it's a cooking show, so we need to do some food and stuff. I'm like, well, all right, I guess we'll put like, we'll put Big LA on a table and we'll eat like deer meat off him, like naked sushi. <laughs> so we got offended by that. Why, why would he get offended? I don't know. I think maybe it's like, like we were using stereotypical like Asian stuff, which. I didn't even know Asian people got offended. I didn't even know people like. I didn't even know Asian people got offended. I, like I didn't think. Me either. Apparently, when you think of racism, you think of like black people or people that have like been su- 
oppressed. Well, no, like, Asian people have definitely been suppressed, but, but yes, yes. I, I I, there's no endearment camps anymore. I, I thought like the whole Pearl Harbor yes. thing, we were be, I thought we had that behind us. No, look, the, I, what, I know what you're saying, and what you're saying is, I did, you, you definitely wouldn't think that if Vice is coming to shoot a show about you, that they would go take that angle. I don't. You took that. a cooking show and turned into a Doctor Phil show, and then, and they edit, which you, you're familiar how things can. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah. literally used ninety five percent of everything I said was like behind the scenes, like us setting up a shot. Like, hey, Asia, uh, hey, Jamie, say something Chinese, or whatever, to start this, to start this shot, like the like the pickup shot. Sadly, as a, as a producer, and and Eddie is, uh, um, he is. I just heard him on Rogan. He's the executive producer of that show. He's extremely involved. He knows everything. He's been. He's micromanaging it. This is his words to me from what I heard on the thing. He slowed down pr- production for two years to make sure it was exactly what he wanted. So he did not come in here without knowing anything at all. He knew what he was shooting. So if that is the case, then, I feel like we were set up. I feel like we. Then he, it must have been that because look, I'll tell you. I promise you this right now. From what I listened to him, he was just on Rogan like two weeks ago. He said that is his show. He, it is his, like he is. That is his thumbprint on the world, not anyone else's. He is no, not he def- we definitely believe that because uh, the outline of the day of activities like got completely derailed from the beginning. Like we had a helicopter out here and everything, and like they missed. We, we were all outside waiting, like in ninety degree weather, waiting for them to arrive. It's supposed to be like a ten minute thing. We like we put them on an airboat. And we kidnapped him and brought him here to the house. I've seen that. I saw that. It was cool. Well, yeah, they like they they butched the edit on that too. Like we had a bag on his head and stuff, and made it like scary and fun. I, by the way, I would never let you put a bag on my head on yeah. an airboat. <laughs> like, I, I can see where he might have balked at that. But yeah, yeah no, you know, again, the thing is, is like he showed up and he sees a couple trainees, a gay dude, butt ass naked with a panda head, with his wiener flapping in the wind. My fat, my fat retarded self. A bunch of cr- a helicopter, machine guns, big LA. I can understand. <laughs> Mike, his Hollywood self probably wasn't and prepared. An Asian lady with a plane full of blunts. Yeah, I can understand why he may slightly been uncomfortable. <laughs> but however, he completely like he should have he should have understood what he was shooting. I believe, as a guy's been doing it for a long time, and said, "I, I booked this myself." Well, the thing is, personally, yeah. I've seen the show. And he he's 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 decent on camera and stuff, but I felt like maybe I was like taking over a little more because like camera would be like yo say something Eddie, and then I would say something and it would always be a little more entertaining and funnier. And I think maybe he was slightly imitate, uh, intimidated or something maybe. Yeah. I don't know, but like I didn't even know he had a problem. Like we were, everything was good to go, really? and the producer was like oh man that was amazing that was amazing you did great you did great. He's like, yeah, he's pissed. I was like, what? What? Like, what do you mean he's pissed? And I was like, I was like, completely like, oh my god, are you kidding me? I was like, traumatized. Like, yeah, yeah. why is he pissed? Like, I, I don't want anyone to come here and be like, we, yeah, yeah no, course. especially like we're doing a TV show. He's a cool. He's a cool dude. I, I know that he's a cool dude. I, you know, I, I wonder if it's one of those things that, but they baited me into it because like the camera guys are like, no, no, hold on, and they're like, oh no, hold on, let's let's get this. And then like, I, it was my idea to come find him. Like, yo, what are you doing? Like, where are you going? Because he was like ready to leave. And I was like, "What's up?" And then, and and then the show where do you see on on the t- on the TV show? It's like we had a talk for over an hour. Like he hugged me and apologized and said, "Hey, I, I, maybe I do misunderstand what's going on here." But the edit's like it makes me look like I'm like sorry. And then he's like, "Yeah, yeah, get away from me, like whatever." It totally like it was like, and you can and you don't have to take my word for it as as the black yeah. dude from Reading Rainbow says. Like <laughs> you can ask anyone here that was here. It was like completely like. 
it, it bummed me out because honestly, like, I, I was like depressed about it for like a week. Yeah. I was like, wow, man, like, n- not even that that everyone saw that and think it's probably gonna have their own opinion because all my followers saw it and they're like, they're ready to like stab them, they're ready to like yeah. run up on them and shit. You know, like, yeah, you don't you don't rub me as the kind of guy that you don't rub me as the kind of guy that, but which is interesting because uh, clearly you do care about things, but you got you have this real like. Laissez-faire style of life of like, dude, I do my own fucking thing on my own stride, but I do, I do know what you say, man. I've done those TV shows. Well, he, he also tried to make it sound like we were getting paid, like, oh, they're all doing all this dumb, crazy shit because they're getting paid. Like, personally, I normally do charge, like when we're doing like production stuff. Yeah. But in that particular situation, Vice like wanted me to do this, so I didn't ask. A, I didn't get a dime. No one got paid. I, I like spent my own money, like literally. Cause I'm like, all right, a cooking show. It's kind of boring. Not to not to talk shit about him, or whatever. Even yeah. though like I think he completely like just shitted on me. But in all reality, the show's kind of boring. So that's why they obviously called me to come in and bring all the crazy excitement and, and hoopla. And yeah. that's what we got. Like if if you watch the show and you go online and read the comments, his 45 minute show. No one's talking about any part of the entire show except us because we're the most entertaining thing. And that's what we were trying to do. We were trying to we're entertainers. Like my job. And I've been called in life, or whatever you want to call it, is to take all this crazy and sexy and weird shit and bring it to the light to show people so that people who have a shitty job, who have a wife that stopped sucking their dick five years ago, someone has cancer, someone is fighting Afghanistan, that can, for a moment, escape reality and enjoy what we're doing. We're entertaining people. Yeah. Just like you and, and, and everyone in, in this room that entertains people. That's our job. So we were like trying to like make an episode where it'd be fun and crazy and gnarly and they just like took the whole thing and like totally botched it on that whole so so yeah you want to hear about Eddie yeah so he came here and he'll he'll never come here ever again Uh, yeah and and even the producers like they're like don't worry Mike you're really gonna like the edit it's gonna really you're really gonna like the way it comes out and then we saw and I was like I was like traumatized like wow man they like completely played me like and, and the funny thing is he was like saying I use people but they used us they came into my world and not only used me but used everyone else in here and exploited like our like as opposed to, as like, opposed to showing the strength of someone who's maybe a vet who's lived here the family the family aspect of it all because like years ago like I started realizing as I was getting older I was like alright well like I can show the world this crazy fun sexy stuff but in, in, I, didn't, I didn't want to feel vulnerable so I, I was very like I always kind of hid what was really going on behind the scenes, yeah. and it, it, it's a family. Like we're very passionate, and like now um, we're able to take our notoriety for good cause, help out single mothers and veterans and homeless people. So we pretty much took dicks, cum, vaginas, and strippers and pugs and fat people. Just when I think you're going fucking noble, like just when I think we're getting a heartfelt moment, you're like, no. we take cum, dicks. We take all that. I'm like, I'm like the, I'm like the preacher at church that gives out free beer just to get you in. Yeah. So we, we lure you with all that crazy stuff, and then we're like, no, nah, bro. Like it don't matter if you've been molested or sexually assaulted, or if you're homeless or you're black, white, Chinese, gay, Christian, atheist. We don't care who you are. Like here, you can come here and be accepted. We're like an island of reject toys that no one wants to play with anymore, and we find uh, strength and, and comfort in, in each other's. Differences, you know. Yeah, I don't think like it, it, the thing that bums me out, and, and I don't, I don't know Eddie. I've talked to him on Twitter a couple times back and forth, and I do think Eddie's a cool dude. I really do think he's a cool dude, and it's. But 
I, it, he must be exaggerating how much control he has over his show because it doesn't sound like if the, the Eddie I know that Joe knows that that I don't, it, it seems like a it seems like a producer trick. I know he got kicked off the lot uh, on uh, ABC that he's not even allowed on his own show in his own lot. Really? Yeah, that was from inside information and stuff. Just because like, but the whole thing it was just like. Everyone, all his producers thought he was great. He grew up in Orlando, too. Yeah, and he tried to represent Orlando and stuff, and he don't live in Orlando. His mom and dad live in this huge mansion, and he's, he's Hollywood. He, he, he hangs out in New York and does whatever thing. Like, I'm living here still. I represent Orlando, Central Florida. So, like, and that whole, like, episode was to try to represent Central Florida. Yeah. And obviously, we put on more than anyone does. Like, you know, we've brought in so many random-ass people out here to the middle of nowhere just to come and have fun and, and escape reality and just have fun. Well, the thing that know? bothers me about that kind of television, where they do that, is where they take someone like like L.A., who is your friend, who, like, and I, I only know this stuff, I follow your fucking Snapchat, but, like, I know he just moved in. What he does is he, he has a towing truck, and he goes out when people are too drunk to drive, he tows their car back to their house, yeah. charges them the same rate as a taxi, drops off their car, and and that's I mean it's like the fucking greatest thing. it's a service really, but it ta- it takes them and and then it portrays them in a weak light like hey you got nothing that you have to live here this guy's taking advantage of you as opposed to you're a man you know what I mean does that make sense well the, the thing is is like I mean I don't want to put words in his mouth you can talk to him I mean like he when I first met him he wore clothes and I I encouraged him L.A. I mean. Like Here, he, he uh, I I encourage him to embrace his uniqueness. Okay, he, he's a giant yeah. potato looking. <laughs> like he's different. Yeah. He's a he's a, he's got a definitely unique body type. Yes. <laughs> I've yeah. been uh, referred to as uh, let's see, Mr. Potato Head, <clears throat> Mr. Peanut, um, just you know, Mr. Pear. There's uh, quite a few things that you know the the social media and the rest of them come up with some very cool names for me. Um, but I will tell you this, when I met Mike, okay, he came to my town and he was in Hollywood and, uh, we started talking and I saw what he was doing. It was, he was just really someone's interesting. car in, in, at a nightclub I was doing a show at. Really? Yeah. I was, I was actually working and repossessing too. And I just met him and it was insane what he was doing. It was really, really like crazy. And we met, and it was like kismet. You know what I mean? It was just, we, we were there. And we were meant to meet. We were meant to be. And yeah. it was great. It was, a, it was the best feeling. And then the like, next day, you know, they said, you know, this girl said, come on up. And uh, I came here. Sunday morning, I was here. Me, my tow truck, we sat here. And, you know, first thing I walked in the door, they says, hey, who wants to teabag my girlfriend? So, true story. Mike, Mike, Mike you are true if story. nothing, you are unpredictable. And often, <laughs> when I think it's going to be a cup of tea or a beer, it's you want to yeah. teabag my girlfriend. Yeah. See, like, but no one wants to like. No one cares. No one wants to see all that mushy and gushy. Like how like we have mm-hmm. a sincere, real relationship, dude. They the sincerest, see- the sincerest thing the other day is you and uh, and I'm I'm drawing a blank on her name. Is, Jess. Uh, Je- uh, yeah, Jess. Little Jess. Jess. Little Jess. Mm-hmm. Are in bed, and you guys are just sitting in bed like two friends, and you're fucking with her with your feet, and you're going like, "Show me your boobs," or "Show me your tits," and and, she, and she's on her phone, and you guys are just giggling. And I thought, I literally thought, that's how me and my wife fuck around. Like that's how like people that love fuck around. Like it's not 
You're not in there exploiting her. By the way, I I I, I said to them, I said you're going to be see one hot midget. Yeah, super sexy, super sexy, and I think that's the in the word midget. But like, like, <laughs> no, like, she embraces it, and that's what we want. That's what we encourage people. Mm-hmm. You said that to me when I walked in. Like, I, I got a small yeah. penis. I'm mm-hmm. ugly. I have to embrace it. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna be able to change that. You know, and you gotta, yeah. and that's what I like. The same thing with Casey and and Rowdy Rob and everyone who lives here. Like, and this is mm-hmm. this is only like a portion of the circus that that's yeah. a part of this family. We have a very mm-hmm. large family tree. And you know some branches don't split, and you know, and then there's all kinds of weird stuff going on, and you know we hate each other and love each other all as much as equal, you know, and and, and the, the whole thing is, yeah, I could I could tell you all the sappy emotional side of it, yeah, because that's 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 how I go to sleep and sleep at night, knowing that like like I know I can trust any one of these people that are a part of this for anything. Is that I'll say this, and you don't have to say a word, but in this whole big house you have. The person that has the smallest bedroom is you. Yeah, some like people that's, have that's, caught on to that. Yeah, like it's the it's the thing that really kind of moved mm-hmm. me. I was like, but yeah. first of all, I thought, oh, that's just productivity. <laughs> that's like this is where I sleep. This is where I I rest. But all the other shits work, man. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. like we we uh, after like spending so much money on kegs and broken toilets, we had to like turn the fun and stuff into a slight, a, a, a basically a business to keep it running because. We were doing something that so many people were enjoying, so they kind of, like, forced us. Like, at first I was doing this to get laid and have a good time with my friends. Yeah. And then it turned into, like, wow, this, like, we got TV shows wanting to come here and radio, and this person's calling me. They want to book, like, a rock star weekend where they want to blow shit up and hang out with a a sexy midget and and shoot a machine gun with Big L.A. Yeah. So, like, we provide that, like, fantasy fulfillment. If you want to come here and do that, and it cheat on your wife and stuff. Do whatever. We don't care. We don't. We don't care what you do. Like we're yeah. we're. My job's not to judge you or tell you how to live your life. And that's kind of like what we we express to other people. Like we're not doing anything illegal. We're not touching babies or or killing dolphins. We're minding our own damn business. Yeah. Consensual adults just having a good time. And some people can't handle that because we just live so proud and loud you know and and, and just give them an opportunity just to be themselves to be out to explore their own person to be their own you know what i mean so they're they're very controlled lives they're very closed in lives and they have the chance now to come out here and live a life that we live every day well i think that's that's what draws i mean from my perspective it's what draws celebrities out here uh to come party what was uh I gotta ask only because it's down. The show, the show I'm doing. Jeez, Jenny. Jenny James has spilled things all over the floor. That isn't the first time Jenny James has spilled something on the floor here. <laughs> um, I gotta ask what it was like because uh, the show I'm doing now. Uh, I was up against it with uh, Ryan Dunn. Yeah, and he came out here and partied. Yeah, like he, he was a good friend of mine. Yeah, along with the rest of the Jackass guys and like. Uh, Man, like I have, like so many like warm memories with him and, and Vito and man and, Ryan Dunn and I have to take two seconds to talk about this guy. Yeah, he was the sweetest guy in the world. Like I really, honestly, I, and I, 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 I'll be real honest. Gene Simmons is a cunt. Um, Johnny Knoxville, a blast. I love yeah. Johnny Knoxville. I partied with him when I was in college. Uh, right after that Rolling Stone thing came out, me and him partied for ESPN. And I fucking yeah. love that guy. Eight pills, smoke weed, watch Can't Kill Yourself videos. Bam. I love, I, I had a great time with Bam too. I had no problems with Bam whatsoever. 
Bam's a very sweet guy. I think Bam was a little more famous than everyone else. And so, like, you could see Bam looking around, trying to figure out if someone was taping him, if someone was looking at him. Ryan was just untethered, man. He, he literally would, like, talk to the most random-ass dude in the bar and give him his undivided attention for countless... We'd have to be like, yo, dude, get off the bus. Like, we got to go. And he would, he would never say no to a photo or, yo, talk to my mom. She loves you. Or he yeah. was just, like, super cool, like... You'd be in a room, and he had like just like an energy to him, but he like never like he never like took over the scenario. He was always just chill and laid back, and yeah. never took a shower or changed his clothes. Yeah, right. But he, like <laughs> he was just like the nicest, coolest dude ever. Like literally, like I mean, it, it just just thinking about like him being gone and still doesn't sink in. You know, I see all these videos of me and him together or photos, and, and you think about all the cool stuff we did and all the crazy shit we did, and. Yeah. You know, places got kicked out of, and you know, just every every crazy memory that I think about, and you know, and and that's kind of circles back around to like how beautiful life is and how short it is. Yeah. And and some people were just they spend every single day going to a shitty job they hate, or they're in a miserable relationship that they don't want to be a part of, and they just they're content in it, and they just let it just keep going. But you never know when you're gonna like check out. Like people dying left and right. This. We have no control over that. So, like, I mean, not to get all hippie and stuff, but there's, like, there's kind of, like, a hippie sense of vibe to, like, what we're doing here. We, we want to create. Oh, it's not just the house. Like, if the county it has their way, they're going to bulldoze this house. It's going to become part of the earth again. But uh, just like the rest of the, the beginning of the Sauce Castle, mm-hmm. it'll continue to go on. It's a lifestyle. Some some retarded kid is in Iowa right now be like, oh, I'm going to be the next Mike Busey or the bird. They're going to take this party thing like you have done. Like, we're almost from the Thank same you, cloth. We, right, we're, very, we're cut. I think that's my connection with you is we're cut very much from the same cloth. Like, our house is called The Ranch. So it wasn't the Sausage Castle, it was The Ranch. Nice. And we had three generations of The Ranch where you were like, you got, and, and I would get up. My thing in Tallahassee is I'd climb up a telephone pole and yell at the, on Tennessee Street with all the cops, Pack Street, and I'd go, I have a... I have an eighth of marijuana at the ranch. If you know where the ranch is, you can come there. If you don't know, then sorry, go fuck yourselves. No one tell the cops. See, like, I would have been gravitated towards you had we been the same. Like, me and we you would have partied hard. Like, you would have been, like, me and you would have been Whoa. a part of each other's thing regardless. Fuck, dude, there's a reason that me and you have gravitated to a lot of the similar people. Ryan Dunn, Johnny Knoxville, yeah. fucking... I mean, I'd love to party with Kid Rock. The insane clown posse, I'm fucking down. Like, I've had ICP mm-hmm. in my living room singing mm-hmm. karaoke at, like, 5 in the morning. Makeup or no makeup? Uh, no, no makeup. Oh. But, but then, but later on, we filmed the music video, and then they put makeup back on. Oh, it was, like, yeah. 5, 6 in the morning, like, uh, 3 Six Mafia was here, DJ Paul, and Crunchy Black, and uh, they were just doing, like, just... Like, this, all this stuff that happens on a regular day here is very normal to me. But to someone else, is like, what do you mean you're filming a music video or you're yeah. blowing shit mm-hmm. up? And it's just become, like, my it's home. It's a working production house. Yeah. It's I pretty- went up into your, your what, what should be your room, which is your office. Yeah. And that is, and you've got you've got a regular, whatever they call that slate board or whatever. The dry eraser board. Dry eraser yeah. board where it's, and your, your month is scheduled out. And I'm not gonna. I won't say the names. If you want to say them, you say them. Yeah, like a lot of really cool, big, uh, famous people of like, yo, we're gonna come here. Big famous people. Like, yeah, like we had to like literally yeah. make sure 
when that date comes that like we have people at the end of the driveway. Guess we sure. won't say that name then. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if you can think about like, yeah, like you know how it is when you get in the entertainment business. And the, 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 the whole the whole community gets really small. So next thing you know, you're hanging out with like you're hanging out with a Justin Bieber, or you're hanging out with this person or that. Let me tell you something. I wouldn't mind being here for that party. It's like I literally get. I know it's gonna cost up. seven grand to get into this. Party. It's gonna cost a testicle. Yeah. And you're probably gonna be patted down and, and this well, and that. Fuck! I wouldn't mind being at that party. And I, I'll tell you right now. I'll bring my two kids into the sausage castle. <laughs> Guys, ignore the fish tank. This is this is him. Yeah. Kids, I paid a lot of money for you to be here. You suck it up, have fun. This is, this is Jenny Jizz. Ignore her last name. This is Aunt Jenny Jizz. Aunt Jenny Jizz. <laughs> Why are they called the sausage castle, Dad? Uh, you'll see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, it's it's a uh, it's a working production house. Yeah, and, and it's 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 a home. It's a place of business. It's an entertainment facility. It's like a summer camp for adults. Uh, and yeah, and, and to so many people who will never, ever, ever get to come here, put it on such a high regard. And, and, and honestly, like, we, we get plenty of hate and stuff. You know, people can't understand yeah. who we are, but, but the love is like, is so strong. It's stronger than the hate. Like, the message I get on a daily and, and people that, like, just send the most, like, jaw dropping, heartfelt messages. Like, I'm dying of cancer. I want to come live at your house. You know, everything to. My mom killed herself, and your snaps keep me moving. Or, like, because, like, everyone who lives in the house, like, have their own, like, kind of, like, followers. Like, the lesbian gay community really, like, cling on to her. The veterans and people who like to do crazy wild shit and break their arms and adrenaline junkies love Rowdy Rob. People that uh, are plus size really, like, relate to him, and they tell him all the time, like, yo, I wish I could take my shirt off like you and have the confidence you do. And, and, And it's really inspiring when we get those messages because, like, it almost – and like I said, it is a bunch of dicks and weird, crazy shit at the end of the day. But when we get messages like that, it really, really, like, drives us, like, wow, this is, like, bigger than us. Then we got to, like, keep this – we got to, like, keep moving with this because, like, it's almost like so many other people are relying on us to let them escape their day. Like, while they're taking a shit on the job and they hate – like, they tell me. I read everything they send, every message. I control all my own social media. I see all the snaps. I try to write back to every single person. So make sure you put a little, you know, put a little, put a little flavor on that when you say his name, okay? Put some respect put, on put it. Put some respect on that, put okay? Put some respect on it. Yes, I mean, so I mean, end of the day, we're just like a bunch of different people that come together and just want to have fun and enjoy life. You know, life's short, and and, and you got to make it. You make it what you know. Enjoy it. You know. You no, know, what's a what's something you pulled a flag on in the sausage castle where you're like. Sorry, guys. We can't fuck him in the ass on the couch. Well, no. Uh, yeah. Some guys, some really, really, really rich guys wanted to do some cockfighting uh, recently. And they were like, listen, yeah. we'll pay whatever. They were talking tens of thousands of dollars. And I was like, I was like, at first I was like, they're just chickens. And then Casey's like, Mike, it's a felony in 40 states. Yeah, like wait, wait. Give her the mic. Give her the mic. Oh. Give her the mic. Uh, that might give her that one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I came home from work, and, like, he's literally talking this out like it's a plan. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I was like, wait, wait. Like, arena, Google, like a gladiator. I'm a like, hold on, arena. Google. What is, like, the penalty for cockfighting? I was like, it's a felony, Mike. It's it's way more expensive than we can afford. <laughs> way no, more expensive. There's been, like, a lot of, like, on Halloween, Ginny Jizz 
was blowing a gay dude, completely gay, dressed up as Adolf Hitler, drinking Jaeger from a baby bottle in a full like outfit. That was one of and the best costumes. I was costumes. like, wow, this is happening right now in my living room. And I didn't know because it was actually the first time she had came came into my to my world. Uh, I didn't know like like I knew she had enjoyed sucking random people's penises and letting them come on their face. Yeah, but I didn't know. That might be an understatement from what I heard in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She and Jenny she lives. and her husband, the cum artist, like her husband's there. He films it and watches it, enjoys it, like encourages his wife to enjoy the pleasures of other strangers jizzing on her face. And to me, I'm attracted to the people like that because she truly doesn't give a fuck. And I think that's the gnarliest shit in the world. Would I? Would I personally uh, enjoy that for my wife to be? No, probably not. But who am I to judge? And I think it's a beautiful thing, you know. That's very Christian of you. Yeah. (laughs) On Veterans Day, she blew 35 veterans right here on this couch for Veterans Day. Jenny Jizz, this is the perfect time for you to grab the mic. Just keep it right outside your uh, outside your mouth. Don't put it all the way in. Yeah. Don't, it's not a dick, oh, Jenny Jizz. Okay, sorry. So, Jenny Jizz, uh, what is the attraction to uh, dude sucking dude's dicks? The cum. <laughs> really? I love cum. It's like a high to me. And, um, Jenny, I are love you even wearing panties right now? <laughs> I don't have panties on. Usually I have a skirt on, but I'm yeah, kind of her- like uh, camel toe tonight. <laughs> But no, I don't have panties on. <laughs> well, you really cleaned up your act. <laughs> yeah, I don't have my panties on, right? But no, I love cum. It's just it, it is a high to me. It's excites me. I I I just live for cum. I just want to stroke those cocks Listen, to get cum. You, suck them, whatever it takes to get cum. Bird, imagine Fuck her em, suck em. literally getting just blowing. I, I was I recently went on one of their cum adventures yeah. to a random holiday in yeah. Express. And they had just like, I don't know, like 20 or so dudes just show up and Mike show up surprises to this hotel. one night. And I was like, all right, I'm going to take my Snapchat followers on this adventure. I loved it. We appreciate and that. One after another, they knock, knock, knock. And they're like, hey, I'm here for the blue yeah. And they're all like nervous and shy. And I'm like, yo, we got to break the ice. Like, hey, everyone, shake yeah. your hand. And how are we going to do this? Who's going to go first? Like, the big dicks to the small dicks. Like, how are we doing this? And, uh, and they're not they're not like charging them. This is like this isn't like no prostitution it's thing. For like, fun. It's literally like for fun. And they got like a really expensive car and a, and a company and like they're very uh, they're doing well for themselves. And they don't not they're just she just enjoys like the act of. Pleasuring. I love my cum and I love that my husband enjoys watching me get the cum. So that's the most exciting thing. By the way. For this someone is someone who like gives blowjobs for a living. You literally hold the mic far away from your mouth. Like, uh, <laughs> no, you literally sorry. Were like, I, like barely heard of the mic. So wait, like I, I hate to be the buzzkill in this conversation, but I have to ask. What's that? Like, what about like? Do you like know these guys? Like, like, no, they are random guys. They are from all over. Can you get anything from a blowjob? No, not that we um, have research. No, we'll find out. Well, she gets, Stay she gets, tuned. She gets checked every three I did, months. I get checked that every... Haphazard, that haphazard answer, like, not that we have researched, <laughs> sounded very... Laser. No. I Googled, I Googled it a few it. times. I Googled no, but it, man. I, but I am um, checked every three months. So I'm real uh, funny about that. So, yeah, I'm checked. I'm good. Nope. Not at this time. Nothing. That's, that's really crazy. And, and you just let them come on your face? I love it. Yeah. 
And at, what's the most cum you've had on your face at one point? Um, I've had probably at least 30-some loads on my face at one time. 30-some loads. Bert, I've seen her and looked into her eyes, and they were bloodshot red. As if and she you know was what? Being, like, water, I always say, if my eyes aren't red, it wasn't a good cum shot. That's my wife said I'd the same love it. thing. <laughs> I love to leave with my I'm eyes gonna, burning. I'm, gonna, I'm, to, I'm, not, I'm just going to go on a limb here. Right limb here. I'm on the bed. You did not tell your wife you were coming here. Or... Th- no, my wife has no clue where I am. Uh, <laughs> so by the time this airs, she won't. It'll, it'll be too late. My wife already... doesn't give a shit. Oh, she trusts good. me. She knows me. She knows who I am. I'm not going to get a... I can't, I'm not the kind of guy that would cheat on my wife. However, my wife's one concern would be like... Uh, how much did you drink? Was the food salty? What was your blood pressure like? <laughs> <laughs> Honey, what time did you get to bed? Rest means recovery. <laughs> like that was—that's her only concern. And right now, she wants. She's—you know—she had literally said, "Called me on my way here." She's like, "Make sure to read the Sherry's Berries ad because we have a Sherry's Berries ad that's due tomorrow." And I was like, "Done." She was like, "Okay, all right, I'll see you later." Nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, my wife's a pretty cool chick. Uh, she would definitely. She's got that uh, that kind of face where you can't, like, you can tell you can tell bullshit on her face. It wants to be come so on. She, she no, my wife. <laughs> let me tell you, my wife barely wants to be come in. Oh, come on now. <laughs> Hell yeah. I can break her in. I'm fucking Jenny. I'll fly out. Hey, <laughs> I, I'm Bert. Here at the Travel Channel's new show. Or me and Jenny here to travel in the country. <laughs> Let me Turn show you how it's done. <laughs> My wife would walk through here and be like this, like literally go like this. But this kind of face, you know, like this, like, <laughs> like she wouldn't be able to shut it off. And you'd be like, are you comfortable? She's like, oh, no, 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 no. She wouldn't know that she's doing it. But she'd be like, that's a, a glory hole, right? And you'd be like, yeah. Like, that's that's my wife. Ah, uh, glory holes are nice. Glory holes. <laughs> What's the name of the glory hole in Florida place? Oh, don't say it. Don't say it. They make it sound like it's a swimming hole, a local swimming hole. <laughs> the way they talked about it, they're like, how have you never heard about this place? And then I was like, I was like, I don't know. I've never heard of it. I've never, I thought glory holes were something that would make believe. Yeah. But apparently, they're real. They are real. You get Jenny, lots, Jenny, of, you you get lots of come there. I bet. My only fear of a glory hole is I didn't know if it was a girl or a boy. Not, you not know, my only a lot fear, of people by the way. think that. They're not sure what they're getting. That's why yeah. I always like to look through the hole before it happens. Oh, they yeah. look through the hole? There is a big enough hole, yeah. You can see your face. Yeah. Yeah, you got to put your eye where it is. <laughs> how many, how many of you guys here are single? Who, who's, who's the single guys in the group? Uh, all of them. All of them? Yeah. But, well, I don't know if Jenny just would want to. I'm sorry. There's actually couples that will go in there, and then uh, they actually look through the hole to make sure it's not the guy that's going to do the, the deed. Make sure it's the girl sitting on her knees, not the guy. I probably want to do yeah. Because I've seen a gay porn once for like 45 minutes. Holy shit. They know how to suck dick. Speaking like, of that. If it's going to be behind closed doors, yeah. might as well know a guy that knows what he's doing. Sucks it like a pencil sharpener. Just. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that was a minute 30. How did you do that? Oh, see you later, dude. <laughs> Speaking of that, if you were to watch Jenny just blow someone. I've seen it. It's she is she's amazing. Yeah, you know she's I've amazing at it. She's pretty impressive. She like, could put a seminar like uh, she could have her own college, like tech school. Luckily, I would love luck- to do it. I would love to just like teach. 
There's a lot of smacking on the head. <laughs> way to, way to, way to, thank God there wasn't a mic on that. Way to put the romance in that. <laughs> That's her husband. Um, yeah, I, I know, I know. He's on the show in the videos. Yeah, he, he uh, his name is the Cum Artist. The Cum Artist. Apparently, no, Mike, I am well first in their relationship. Okay, all right. Apparently, he comes more than anyone she's ever met, and it's real thick cum that she can peel off her face. That's right. Heck yeah, it's yeah. like a face peel. I love it. <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. Hey, I, I, man, I can leave talk, it for hours. Mike. It's awesome. How you doing? <laughs> Mike, man, if you're gonna talk, talking to a mic. What do you want me to talk about? What do you want me to talk about? No one can hear you. I, you can hear me now, right? No, John Mans. If you ask a question, ask it into the mic. He'll, he'll establish it. Okay. Well, about like what you do when she goes out in public. Oh, the public home walks. Uh, me and me and a fan, uh, maybe uh, you tonight. Uh, we'll come on her. We'll come on her face right now. and walk out in public, <laughs> natural public, and uh, she just smiles at everybody and says hi. And they're looking at her like, "What's wrong with you?" And uh, she makes conversations with people with come on her face. Why don't we ask? Is, does any of your crew want a blowjob right now? Actually, maybe Steven Spielberg looking dude over here. <laughs> We can put you right next to E.T. over here, and we can have, like, a reenactment. <laughs> I have E.T. and Michael Jackson painted on the wall. Mike, Mike Beasley's real forceful. You should have seen what he did to the pizza guy. He had the pizza guy so mad on our... He ordered a pizza and wanted uh, tried Jenny, to fight me. Jenny to, to get him off. And he goes, I told you I was married, man. He started getting all pissed off at He's Mike. A, was a Muslim dude. And I was like, <laughs> oh he thought I was trying to pay with the pizza with a blowjob. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, we'll pay for the pizza. But do you want a blowjob too? And he's like, "What? The, I know I'm married. I don't want blowjob." And I was like, "No, no, it's free." And then she comes out of the room, like cum dried all over her face, looked like she uh, Elmer's glue bottle exploded. And then someone took a blow dryer to her face for an hour, and it's like peeling. As she's talking, you can see like the peel. The, it, it was the most amazing thing he, ever. He left very mad. Yeah, he was he was very upset. So here I, I got my personal name on the hotel room. Mike's down there trying to get the the, the desk guy to come upstairs. <laughs> Needs to say we haven't used that hotel since then. <laughs> All I heard out of that whole story was I still have pizza back in my hotel room. <laughs> I was like, oh. So so uh, but how did you guys meet Jenny Jizz? I was filming a music video here you know. for a guy named Plies. He's a rapper, mm-hmm. and uh, we. Uh, one of his friends, a guy named Wayne, Wayne Norris, had an airboat that we used for the video. Yeah. And he was like, hey, uh, I got this friend named the cum artist. And, uh, well, his wife lets people jack off on their face and they go off in random places and they go to a gas station and convince they got to come out. And, and I was like, all this stuff was like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. But then he was like, no, uh, check him out on Twitter. His, his handle's at artist. And then when I heard that, I was like, what? His Twitter handle is artist." So I immediately went to Twitter and found it. And then I found a plethora of photos and videos of that. And at first, I actually thought he was Jenny Jizz. I thought Jenny Jizz called herself the artist. So I was like, I was like, yo, come see the artist blow everyone. He was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, you don't remember that? The first yes. photo, I was you confused. Th- yeah. But I was so like amazed that <laughs> you said, "Come on, come on, the face." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Yeah, he was like, "I can't believe you said that." 
God. But like, yeah, we like uh, when she's not like blowing people and stuff. Like we're hanging out, like doing normal things. No, no, we, had really, we, had a, we had a really good talk in the kitchen. You yeah. haven't blown anyone once here. Not like, tonight. I no, I'm yeah, ready. I'm which would be the first time if she, if she left here without blowing anyone? I know. I usually anyone? leave here blowing somebody. They get hey, bro, oh, she gets they get mad when 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 like a group of guys like yeah yeah let's get our dick sucked. And then they like they get scared or you know shy. Camera well, shy. Like talking shit. I'll already tell you. My fear would be I'd pull it out and you'd go, ooh. <laughs> hey. We got a blood cock. <laughs> but I'm not like that. But they do. They do have requirements. I'll work they, it. They, they like get neatly I'll work groomed it till I get and get washed. I have the worst gas yeah. right now. Aaron, Aaron, if you could slide in here and 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 maybe like bring in the feminist viewpoint. Come on, Aaron. <laughs> She don't do anal. Disgusting we are. Because I feel like I feel like like we're having a sausage party. Like I I do have that propensity to like get in and be like. That's when I just stare at little Jess's tits. Just uh, by the way, you 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 might have the best booze for a little person I've ever seen in my life. Are you a little person? How tall are you? Uh, Someone give her the mic real quick. Or give her a mic. How tall are you? Man's your foot. Both of them. I'm four seven. Is that defined? Well, four a six person? and three quarters, but. <laughs> but you don't have. Uh, the, uh, uh, by the way, whatever. If I say anything insensitive, just tell me what I'm saying insensitive, and I'll stop it. Don't worry, we're not going to be like Eddie oh, and so freak out and start crying. <laughs> yeah. You don't have any of the Down syndrome characteristics look? of a little person. You just Down syndrome order. Yeah, I. I don't know. I got lucky, I guess. <laughs> is that? Is that? I, I mean, I apologize if that sounds insensitive. No, I can take over from here. I she really don't have don't the Down care. syndrome look like <laughs> most midgets do. Well, like no, you're you're. Well, uh, yeah, well, uh, yeah. I'll let you handle this, Mike. Thanks. <laughs> she has a normal face, head, like, but she's in a tiny body with huge natural breasts, <laughs> huge uh, boobs, like yeah, legit D's. Double D's. Third. Double D's. Are you the only little person with double D's? The only one I've encountered. <laughs> she's actually uh, she's actually on a show. Uh, she she actually did a wrestling show with Hulk Hogan uh, on True TV years ago. Uh, Hulk Hogan's Michael Championship Wrestling. We met on the set of a show with Hulk Hogan, and really? then uh, she. Uh, She's actually on a show on Lifetime, which is one of my personal favorite networks, uh, <laughs> next month. What's it called? Uh, Little People in New York? Little Women New York. I was close. Oh, look. Yeah. My wife's going to tune into that on accident <laughs> yeah. and go, oh, it's not the book. Never mind. <laughs> it's better than the book. <laughs> I bet. So she, I guess she was living in a house full of midgets. Uh, fighting and, and stabbing each other and throwing wine at each other. So I don't know. Yeah, it'll be on Lifetime, and y'all should check it out. Uh, it's like cool- Housewives, but midgets, and we're not rich. <laughs> what? It's like the Housewives, the Real Housewives. Yeah, but it's a bunch of midgets, and we're not rich. Oh, oh I thought you said pornography. And she's definitely the hottest, the hottest one. <laughs> Easily, are you? You must. I mean, you're you are you are absolutely beautiful. Thank you. I, I say that as a compliment, but I saw you on a Snapchat. Ask her how many dick pics she gets a day on her Snapchat. Um, oh, I heard about this. Way more than I prefer. You got a lot. What's your Snapchat name? Church. <laughs> you're about to get a lot more. Everyone, everyone's pausing the podcast right now, grabbing their cell phones. <laughs> Bert Kreischer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we take her out, and she drinks Jameson like a sailor, <laughs> and she surprisingly keeps. She's she'll out drink most she of us. <laughs> really? But no, you do, literally are twice her size. <laughs> yeah, no, you're like best friends. So you have like the extremely short and the extremely tall. You know. 
But she does require an adult. She'll oh, I definitely need supervision. Off, wobble into a crowd and get <laughs> stolen, and then be in the back of someone's car. Wake up in the back of a, in a lake. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. Yeah, we I'm definitely gonna get kidnapped one day. How old are you? I'm 28. Oh, you're a grown up. That, I'm oh, working you on it. I just thought you were 21. You look young. You look young. So you're going downhill. What you're trying to say? Fuck you. You're out of your midget prime. Looking at it. I am drunk. It is. It is. Cheers. I definitely do. You look very young for your age. Fuck. I didn't mean it like that. I'll take it. I'm okay with it. Okay, good, 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 good. So, uh, which one of you guys is going to get their dicks off? <laughs> yeah, let's let's get this party started. Not, if, I was like, not raise me. Raise your hand if you're adverse to getting your dicks off. Tyler, I guess they shouldn't say your names. <laughs> they all yeah. will be losing their job shortly. <laughs> no. Oh, where are you going? You've been here this whole time. He's out here too. He's he heard the dicks are getting stuck. He's like, I mean, I'm not exactly mine. The puns are going for high ground. Aaron, no, pass the mic back to Aaron if we could. And let's get a feminist perspective. You are a New York City. I'm not city. a feminist. I'm not. Are you a vegetarian? Oh, no. 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 Not a, oh, she's I just, definitely a vegetarian. I can tell. I didn't, I didn't know what to expect coming here tonight. I was a little worried because I'm like, all right, I don't know what I'm walking into. But everyone is actually very cool. I was just telling Jenny I'm having fun, like, hanging out. Yeah. Maybe it's the vodka talking. I, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't got rigged or no one shot heroin into me. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be here for hours. Little Tito's. It's fine, right? Uh, so what's your perspective of the house, uh, of the, the motif? Uh, it's it's different. Uh, <laughs> if you could describe it to someone listening, what would it be? Um, okay, there's tits and asses everywhere. Um, dildos. Uh, what? A lot of... A lot of open orifices. Yeah, a lot of open orifices, yeah. But, it does, I mean, it doesn't offend me. Does I think it would offend you? some people. Now, this is someone who we, we've been talking at length about catcalling and how it's annoying as shit. I don't like being catcalled. No, yeah. Jenny Jizz, if you say you don't like being catcalled, I'm going to stop this conversation right now. Jenny Jizz, what's your stance on catcalling? Me? Yeah. She don't know what catcalling I <laughs> translated for her. When, that when is the guy guys are like they, yelling at you from like a construction yeah. site, and they're like, "Hey, girl!" Oh, she I don't take it. Her. She walks right pussy. over there and blows well, them. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> she loves cat when I, when I pull my skirt up, and if they come crawling, I'm good with it. <laughs> See, that's another thing she does. She does like public display. I of love her to show body. my pussy. They'll be in like Red Lobster, <laughs> and she'll show her full <laughs> vagina. I love to, to pee out in public. <laughs> I would hey, just... hey, put it this way. I was in a nightclub like a, like like six months ago with them, and I had to apologize like, yeah. to the owner because she was, was literally like, like just showing her vagina to the whole nightclub. What happens because that guy with the camera goes, "Come on, please, please show it." Goes, Will you show it? Hey guys, go to Sherry'sBerries.com. What I'm taking out right now was somewhat offensive to me, so I thought I'd throw in an advertisement spot right now. Go to sherrysberries.com. Enjoy the rest of the podcast. <laughs> Look. No, hey, and, and, and let me ask you this. My point, my point about it being a traveler 
is it, the, what I enjoy about traveling is running into dudes like you. And in all honesty, because you live it. a very different lifestyle than I live. But I'm not. I, you know, I, I always say this. I think there are people that say they're open-minded. I'm genuinely open-minded, and as is my wife. And if I can come here. I know exactly what I'm going to do and what I won't do, and when I will hang out, we will drink beers all night long. I'm just like you, man. I drink more than you. I do. I've done more drugs than you've done, and and I'm coming to your place. And to assume that you would that I would come here, get roofied, and get into some sex video is 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 what the definition of racism is: is to look at you and go, "I'm judging a book by its cover." And I I told everyone I said it, it will be different than any night you've ever had. But that is but that is because you live outside the box, and I live outside the box, and I like dudes who live outside the box, and I I, I don't come in with judgments personally. That's not who I am, and like. And I, and I think I don't know, man. I, I I don't I don't think Travel Channel would ever have a problem with me hanging out with you ever ever ever. Now, granted, if I came in and I showed the glory holes and the dildos and the things, <laughs> it'd be the most pixelated episode you ever. They had. would. They would. They may not show this on Birth and Conquer, yeah. but they'll never not back me up and go, "No, man, this is your podcast. You want to hang out with interesting people? You hang out with interesting people. You know, and that's what that's all this is. You know, it's just." Interesting it's people, fun, right? Simple, yeah, man. We all, that's a good time. We're all different. We walk differently than the rest of the people. We don't wear suits, and that's the biggest difference. We're not judged by the type of car we drive. We just like, I don't know. We judge each. I don't know. I'm getting preachy now. I'm fucking. No, but you can't. You can't <laughs> going at, like, and so, like, we appreciate people like you when they come into our world and they can and and understand it and respect it. Like, you don't have to agree with what we do and how we live, but it's like. You can come here and participate or spectate. No one's going to, like, shove a dick in your mouth unless you're down for it. And no one's going to, like... Well, I never your... said I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> right, Jenny? <laughs> right, right, right. A lot of people think, like, you walk in and, like, you gotta meet, you're forced into, like, an uncomfortable situation. You're not. Like, you know, like, if you're here, we look at it like you're fortunate to be here because we're, we're, like, a bunch of outsiders. We don't like... We don't, we don't really necessarily... Uh, like outsiders coming in and like coming in because we situations like TV shows they they miscontort the reality of what's really going on here yeah. or they miss the big picture because we we did a show with this uh, Netherlands mm-hmm. show and they like showed the heartfelt they actually talked to people who lived here and got the other side of the story so if you watch Eddie's show and you watch the other show the Netherlands I saw the it's two different part. shows it's two totally different shows yeah. but the same place same people. It just don't make no sense. It's kind of like figure skating in the Olympics. Like, how can we get a 10 over here and then we get a 1 over here? we got to be somewhere in the middle. It just doesn't make sense, you know. And, it, and it's not for everyone, you know. It's, it's not just, for everyone. My mom and dad would definitely be uncomfortable. But they, that's not who they are. But they raise a kid who doesn't give a shit. Oh, you know. Like, really, honestly. Yeah. And, like, my kids, I, my kids would probably come here and think it's cool as shit. Like, if they didn't see, you know, nakedness or whatever. But they'd look at the paintings on the walls. And the fucking artwork and the fucking freedom and be like, whoa, who lives in here, you know? <laughs> but, like, but it, obviously they missed the glory hole. <laughs> yeah, for Daddy, what is what, that? Uh, Bam, uh, last time he was, uh, the last time he came to this one, only thing Bam Margera wanted to know out of everything was, like, dude, where where do you eat breakfast? That's the only Aww. thing he was, like, that's the only thing he kept, like, wanting to know, like, do we actually, because some people don't actually know we live here. Like, they come to parties we do a thing with a Disney college program where they're interns from all around the world, like Egypt, you know, fucking Australia, Europe, everywhere. Yeah. They come here on these, these buses, 
and they come here and there's like 300 of them from all parts of walks of life and they're like you live here i said yeah up there in the top and he's like no way you don't live here you bullshit me like they really don't think we live here like in the county thought we were just renting this house out to throw like ragers but it, it, it it's it's uh you know it's 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 our home home sweet home now, Aaron, now you were nervous to come here at first. No, I was. I was a little apprehensive. How nervous? One through ten. Uh, probably a ten. <laughs> like, a, like a seven or eight. No, yeah. a, ten, a ten. What's her job title? What does she do? Aaron is. Yeah. What's your occupation? I mean, who Aaron would be? Uh, I, I, I won't get time. into too much detail so <laughs> that no one can it. ever pin it back to her. But uh, there's probably two people above her. So she's an important and I'm one of them. No, I don't think I'm that important. <laughs> no, but, but she hires like everyone on this show. So she's an executive producer. She, no. she hires everyone on this show. But she oh, was very nervous. I'm the nervous. line producer. She was very nervous, but at the same time... Say lying because I know what that's it means. That's awesome. So I, so I manage like the budget. I hire the crew, all the yeah, logistics, yeah, yeah. that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Jenny. So what, what is your IMDb page real quick? Yeah, yeah, What's your Snapchat again? I forgot it. What is it? Uh, it's... Boozy bitch ten ten. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. Oh. Boozy bitch. Boozy like B O Z Y. I got like, one. Drink booze. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I walked in. No, but see the thing that was cool with her is like she came in here though. What was your name again? Aaron. Aaron, you came in here and none of us really thought you were uncomfortable. Like, no, so you, you would never cool. know. No, I was, yeah, I was just nervous coming in. Yeah, yeah. But I'm but, sitting but, here with Jenny talking about her nail polish. You yeah, know, but like, see what's cool about her. Great she time. came in and she didn't really like. She obviously was apprehensive, but she still was open minded to yeah. like seeing what's Went there. The flow. And now yeah. she knows that she's not going to get raped or, or uh, you know. <laughs> oh anything. my what god. Are you like? <laughs> Aaron, what would be your well, like as a woman, a, a, a strong New York woman yeah. coming into a place like this? What is your what was what was your Preconceived notion. Burn it to the ground. Well, it just seemed like some. <laughs> no, it seemed like breeds. some kind of crazy sex house or something. So I'm like, oh, like am I safe? Like I don't really know. You know what I mean? And like, obviously, it's fine now that I've met all you guys. The first time, I wasn't too sure. Oh, coming from the lady who's had thousands of dicks in her in her mouth. Like I said I sucked a lot of dick. She's was intimidated. A little... <laughs> hey, but once I walked through the door, I was comfortable. <laughs> the uh, I get nervous though too. Like I got nervous like coming. I was like, because my problem is people perceive me to, as this party animal, and so a lot of times I, I feel like you someone's have to be always on. There, like yeah. someone's gonna be like, "Hey man, you want to do coke?" And I'm like, "Man, I got high blood pressure, high cholesterol. <laughs> don't fuck with that." Or like, I get these crazy stories of, and and that, and I just am afraid people will think that's what they need to do is have that story with me. And I'm always like, I'd much rather. Like I told you, and I think this is a representation of that, I'd much rather sit and have a beer with you and just bullshit and talk about real stuff or, or, or like how you got into this house, how you make your nut at the end of the month. Like the fact that you are technically like in, in the global sense like an online promoter, like, like, a, like a global you're, – you're in I, – you know, I, would, I would say you're in the same vein. I live this life and I still can't like – Summarize it in one sentence. I can't figure it out either because it's not like a, it's not Kardashian fame, it's genuine fame. Not it's yet. not. I mean, like meaning like is drawn from the people. Like you, you, there's no fluke that you've been here that as long as you have. We've had like multiple developmental deals, and I tell these like big Hollywood. We've had like huge Hollywood people that people that make like 
Hollywood movies that like finance it. Uh, like I'll, I'll just tell you, the guys uh, there's a company called Cross Creek Pictures. Yeah, they made Black Swan, uh, Black Mass, that new Johnny Depp movie and stuff. And they came in here and they're worth billions of dollars and, and they pay for the entire movie to be made. And they were like all in love with us and stuff. And the thing I told them I was like, listen, with or without the show, this shit started way before you, and it's and it's still gonna keep going. Be- before I even had a fucking camera, we were doing all this stuff. Yeah. Before I had social media, we were doing everything we're doing right now. And, and someone's still going to get their dick sucked. Just, just not, It's like the tree in the woods. Just because you didn't see it on my Snapchat doesn't mean it didn't happen. Like, I share my life with other people because they, that's what people want to see. And, and I've turned that into, like, a business. And, and, and uh, I've... Like I said, like there's Mike Busey and there's a Sausage Castle, the Busey Beauties, uh, the recording studio, the merchandise stuff. Like it, it's a it's an umbrella of multiple different facets. You know, the Rockstar Weekends, I direct music videos. Yeah. Uh, we, we we do all these different things. So it's it's not just like one particular thing we do. I really don't know um, how to describe exactly what I do because I'm still uh, yeah. trying to figure it out. But I also don't see you being any different than Vice. Look, it's the same brand. It's the same. I don't know. Brands a battle. Like the word brand too much, but like, it's it's just it's just someone interested in cool shit. Yeah, like, makes sense. Yeah, and that's why like we're gravitated to people who who like someone like yourself. Like in a way, like I believe you know, and I believe in the laws of attraction. So that like someone like yourself and your and your outlook on life and what you've done and your notoriety and stuff just. Like I say, we're you know we're kind of torn from the same cloth. It was almost meant we were supposed to sit down and, and drink, you know, yeah. have drinks and hang out with pugs and Jenny Jizz. Like it was it, meant to be. It's the same as Nixon and Elvis. Yeah, it was or, or fucking or like uh, Johnny Cash and whoever cool he partied with. Yeah, it's, like, you know what I mean. Like, like yeah, like but it's a, it's the same it's the same people, guys who like to get down like to get down. Well, like how like the whole. Um, a lot of people compared me to what they compared, like, you know, the whole Van Wilder yeah. thing. A lot of people are like, yeah, you're like a yeah. real Van Wilder and stuff. And, 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 and then when I, when I, you know, do research on you, and that was, like, pretty much based on your life and everything. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, that's my thing, the same way the Busey name is for you. Yeah. Like, I go, yeah, I know. I just wish I'd never brought it up. Like, in a yeah. weird way, like, I wish it wasn't my stamp. Because I go, yes, it is. Yes, it totally is. I don't deny that at all. However, it's not who I am. Like that movie, uh, Project X came out. Like I had, everyone's like, "Oh wow, they like completely stole your life." Like, like every part of that movie, I have like stock footage and like hard drive in my room. Like, oh, yeah. you want to see a car going to a pool? Oh, a helicopter going to a house? Someone shoots something? Something get caught on fire? Yeah. I have like thousands of minutes of everything because I've been filming and recording everything since since the beginning. Of yeah, you, you're you're. Video game yeah, is extensive really, here. Really yeah, like we we, you know we have like a holy mecca of archives of videos and photos that uh, would blow most people's minds away, would make their eyes bleed. Oh. Manzi, will you get me a beer? So wait, so what is the uh, so where do you see the future of the Sausage Castle? Where, 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 let me do two questions. Where do you see the f- future of the Sausage Castle? But where do you see the future of Mike Busey? I see both of them going hand in hand. Really? I do. Uh, There'll never be a day where you literally walk into the living room here, sit on the swing set, and say, guys... Oh, I think about it all the time. Like, they say the definition of insanity is 
doing the same thing over and expecting a different result. Like, I've been beating this dead horse for so long, and here I am, 35 years old, like, already, like, have enough war stories to put anyone to shame, just yeah. like I'm sure you do. I could sit in the same room as Tommy Lee, and we would go back and forth, and I'm just like just like yourself. I, yeah. And uh, I you, couldn't hang with Tommy Lee, but I you could. You definitely you, could. You get, you get the, I get the vibe. I get yeah. the vibe. I know and, it. And the thing is, is that, like, now we're just... It's like, we've been doing this shit so long, but it's like now the world just now catching on to it. And it's, it's kind of frustrating, because, like, how do you catch someone up on 15 years of shit that's been happening? You know, you literally... Like, what I tell people when they first discover us you gotta literally just go away for like a month and go on youtube and watch all that and then go oh. scroll through everything to catch up but uh the future i mean i've literally I, there's been times i've gotten frustrated and, and 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 just said you know what fuck this dude i'm gonna go sell coconuts uh on an island somewhere and just quit like do some crazy shit and just walk away from it all but and then like and then i'll get a message from someone who's sincerely like a veteran is like dude one of my best friends just died. Like you're every, we would sit here and we watch your shit nonstop. And I feel like now it's like bigger than me. I've created something that's gonna outlive me. Hopefully, when I do die, these assholes can can figure out a, a method to keep all this shit going on. Yeah. And um, like it is a business in a way. So we are right now. We're currently going to be uh, looking at expanding. We want to take the Sausage Castle and bring it to different major cities like L.A., Vegas. You know, New Orleans, Austin, Texas, uh, Miami, Florida, to where uh, you can live in a house, you can live in one Sausage Castle, but you have access to all of them at the same time. Yeah. We actually have some investors we're actually in the middle of talking to about. So the, the bad news is we're coming to a, a neighborhood near you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But the good news is... If you don't feel accepted, there's a home coming next door. Exactly. Are you coming back up right now? You just went out and took a shift, didn't you? <laughs> get up. Get up. Come on. Oh, there we go. These fucking pugs. Let me tell you something. I've never looked at your pugs once on your Instagram or your face, uh, your uh, Snapchat, and thought lovingly at them. Man, if they're not fucking perfect, they purr. They purr. They're they cuddlers. Enchanted pugs. They're totally like, cuddlers. That are, they embody the house. They're different of... <laughs> You know, like they're how many th- pugs do you have? Three at, th- at the moment, right now. <laughs> one I kind of inherited. <laughs> it seems like you have more than three. No, you got four. Well, there's dog. There's literally more animals. There's Richard Porter the pig. There's a cat that literally was living in the woods when we moved in here, named Smokey. That I swear to, it's like enchanted or something. Like when it dies, the house is gonna blow up. Uh, there's Batista that lives out back with Roddy Rob. Casey has her dog. Actual, uh, Alice. Alice. I just realized. Wow. I just. By the way, I just realized your pugs don't purr. They have fucking asthma, and like yeah. and this whole time I've been feeling them. <laughs> they hum. have diabetes. Yeah, I was, I've been listening to them hum, and I was like, oh, he's purring. This was no, so his dick's like vibrating was... on my leg. Is it... That one is not a pug. Is that a pug? <laughs> what the fuck is that? Is he he thought, it was a, thought it was a throat <laughs> pillow, didn't you? I swear to God, I thought that was a fu- someone snoring. Shaq's shoe from when he played for the Magic. <laughs> We well, hear it back on the tape and put the microphone while you snore. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, little, little Jess just picked up the bottle of Jaeger. Jess drinking bottle of Jaeger. There you go. I say we. Uh, I, I I have a hard out. I say we wrap this podcast up. Have a few adult cocktails. Have some genuine moments, and uh, and I head back to the hotel. Yeah. Um, I want to hold on one second. What question didn't I ask that is important? 
What story didn't you tell that's important? Oh. There's there's too many. Like, there's so many. I mean, really, like, you really can't wrap up. Because it, it's an evolving thing. Next month we'll be worried about this or that or, yeah. you know, what happened to the midget? Why is she here? And what's going on? Like The only reason I know you're midget is because your feet aren't on the ground. Yeah. Like, literally, they're up, they're up really high. You really can't tell. Like, I'm being serious, and I keep saying this. You're absolutely beautiful. You really are. Yeah, Not to say that all, that, you know, anyone that's of little stature, would you ever fuck Brad Williams? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's stuttering. Yeah. I love how she already knows who that is. Like, every midget knows every other midget. Brad Williams is probably, who's the most famous little person right now? I'm sorry? Who's the most famous little person right now? Probably Peter Dinklage. Oh, shit. <laughs> he is the Mercedes right now. <laughs> I don't even know who that even is. Are you shitting Game of Thrones? Do not, Nobody anyone. Talk, no one's talking about Don't talk about, about it. No. I haven't seen it. I haven't no. seen it. Yeah, no. Seen it. Don't yeah, talk about it. it. Would you fuck Peter Dinklage? <laughs> I got to record it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, maybe. What do you mean, <laughs> maybe? Uh, yes, yes, I'd fuck yes, Peter yes, Dinklage. Yes, I don't prefer... Yeah, I don't prefer shit. small dudes. Oh, really? Yeah. That way Corey's it's disappointed. Like, I don't know. One time I was, I was hooking up with one, and like, right. I felt yeah. their foot on my shin, Aww. and it really freaked me out. So, you want to tell me Like, we were having... We oh, my God. My mom's going to kill me. Yes! <laughs> Your mom does not listen to my podcast. Um, and if she does, she's not tuning into the Mike Busey one. <laughs> she's like, yes. oh, Margaret Cho seems interesting. Poor Jess. <laughs> Are you very private, She's Jess? You don't have to tell me anything. Yeah, question. I was, no, like, we were hooking <laughs> up, and, like, because he was short, like, I felt his foot, like, because he was shorter than me, so I, like, felt his foot touch me. It, I don't know. It really Aww. weirded me out. Really? <laughs> I was really drunk, and that, like, woke me up. <laughs> really? I was unconscious, and next thing you know, this video was fucking me. By the way, I have to have I you sit it. on my lap before this is over <laughs> just to see, like, how, what, what go ahead, Vince. Yeah, you better do it now, because we're about to run out of I love it, oh, Jess. That's, all right. that's awesome. Jess, that's very sweet. Uh, well, LA, thank, got, thank you for coming to our home. Ella, you got anything to say? Hey, thank you guys for coming, and we appreciate everything that you do. Thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, oh, thank you very much. He's sucking up. He did, he did the same thing to David Blaine. I love your show, man. <laughs> David Blaine. I, you're the bomb. Yeah, we, uh, well, I I'm not supposed to. I signed some paperwork, but uh, uh, let's just say David Blaine's the only person in Sasuke's history to actually get shot. Uh, here at the house. <laughs> oh, there goes that paperwork. <laughs> ABC is sending me a cease and desist letter and you know, it. Yeah, it was some pretty gnarly, gnarly shit. Holy shit. I was like, I was so jealous. I'm like, dude, no one has been. Rowdy Rob, remember we were like, literally, it was like our gun, our bullet, everything, no Hollywood smoke yeah. a mirror shit. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. And then I was like, what are you doing tomorrow? He's like, oh, I'm going to hang out with Kanye West and, uh, and Woody Harrelson. I was like, you're you're, you're the Sox Castle, and tomorrow you're gonna go hang out with us again. I'm like, oh, okay, well, can I can I come? Yeah. I, I didn't ask him that, but okay. I wanted to. So David Blaine's the only person you want to hang out with? No, David Blaine is always like real straight laced and like, how's it going? Like, how you doing? But then after like after like the fifth hour, we had him like laughing, and he was like, wow, and like he brought his best friend here, and it was his birthday, and like. He, like, was some high-up government official, didn't want to be on my Snapchat, but then by the end, he's like, yeah, get me on your fucking Snapchat. I'm going to shoot this gun. And then, like, yeah, Let's kill a homeless person. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, so. And just in case if you want to go, uh, go outside the back, we can 
fire off a few rounds for you if you want. Well, I, I'm good shooting guns, but I think I texted you. Want you. I said, do you want to like get yeah, your yeah, text? Yeah, we, we need you in one piece your tomorrow. Text, <laughs> your texts are texts that I have to immediately reply to and get them down my thread. So that my wife says, do you want your dick sucked? Do you want to shoot guns? I was like, it's my friend Mike. I'll explain everything later, baby. No, I think they might want to shoot a gun or two. Uh, I don't. I think. Bert, I, think, I need to. I need to protect you. We have a show to do tomorrow. Yeah, I'm. 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 Good. I don't need you shooting yourself in the foot. I am. I am. I'm, Standards and practices piping in. I have to thank you for letting us come out here and hang I out. I can't help dude, it. All your really friends are super it. cool. <laughs> Even Steven Spielberg <laughs> and and the uh, uptight lady from New York. She was cool. The uptight lady from New York. Tyler, anything? <laughs> no, man. Thank you. Uh, what we're expecting to see out here and like what you guys are really doing out here, the camaraderie and it's it it's beautiful really. We tell we tell people you come as you, you arrive as a stranger and you leave as friends. Like you'll literally like years from here, like we have like we do like Airbnb too. So people yeah. like coming from all around the world and they come completely like freaked out and like, Oh my god, I'm gonna die and then they wind <laughs> up like not wanting to leave or like being a part of the house and stuff. So it's a cool magical thing, man, and like we're super fortunate to take our notoriety and, and do what we do and, and try to make a little bit a better, or just a little bit better, each it's, blow job at a time. It's, <laughs> it's cool to see how we've both kind of grown up from that one time we sat at that corner part of the improv bar and kind of tried to figure out life. Where yeah, I was like, no, I definitely. just had a kid and you were like doing a radio show and Aww. I was like, what the fuck? So cool to now be 43 out here at your place and be like, Aww. oh, this is great. So thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Thank, thanks for coming out, brother. Uh, you're more than welcome back anytime. Oh, you gave the wrong invite to the wrong person. <laughs> I'll give you a phone call. Mike, it's bird. Shit's going wrong, man. I love it. <laughs> My wife left me. My wife left me. This episode was brought to you by The Machine.